Hello, this is Astro Chris from Coda Queen Astrology, and today's video is going to be on the Aries new moon, new beginnings, and a fresh start. If you're new to my channel, please don't forget to subscribe, hit that notification bell, and comment below. Let me know your zodiac sign. I'd also like to share with you my free Facebook Astro Group in which I hold free Facebook Lives and also collaborate with other spiritual healers, teachers to talk about everything astrology. The link is going to be in the description below if you want to join us. It's growing and it's a lovely community. And I also go live every week on IG where I host Ask the Astrologer segment in addition to talk about the weekly astrology weather so you can catch me live there. The link will be in the description below as well. And if you're on Clubhouse, don't forget to say hi. This is Astro Chris. You can find me uh, with that tag. I hold and moderate different rooms for the astrology club and very excited about that. Well, let's get to this nice and beautiful Aries new moon. So the new moon's happening on April 11th, 2021. And the moon and sun are meeting at 22 degrees Aries. Most of the aspects for this new moon are extremely beneficial. There's a lot of good energy going on. It truly marks new beginnings. So we just entered the spring equinox. We have the exalted sun. The sun will be exiting the sign of Aries soon, but not before leaving with good aspects for that new moon in Aries. So let's start to talk about what new moons um, signify and how we can use the new moon in regard to manifesting. I've been holding goddess rings with my colleague, Devin, and we've been doing rituals with the full moon and the new moon. And this is for manifesting. So following the cycles of the moon and the flow of the moon is the easiest way to start connecting to the cosmos and also aligning your intentions with the moon. So when the moon is in Aries, it's all about new beginnings because Aries is the baby of the zodiac, right? He is the energy of new beginnings. This is the beginning of spring uh, ruled by Mars and Mars is actually sending a good aspect, a very supportive aspect because Mars is at 23 degrees Gemini. So sextiling the 22 degree um, conjunction of the moon and the sun, in addition to having mutual reception with Mercury. Mercury right now is in Aries and during the new moon, Mercury will be at 15 degrees Aries. And Mercury doesn't do, you know, too bad in the sign of Aries. Uh, Mars is okay in the sign of Gemini. However, they do help each other when they're in each other's reign. So they're in each other's land. Mercury rules Gemini. Mars rules Aries. So they have a helping hand. This helps the new moon and also 
the rest of the planets as they're communicating with a nice harmonious sextile which is energy of venus venus is at 26 degree and she is still invisible under the rays of the sun but shortly will be moving into the sign of taurus where she'll become visible after her transit um, in the sign of taurus in about two more weeks so when we look at this new moon the signs and houses that are highly supporting each other are the energy of aquarius the energy of aries and the energy of gemini so pay very close attention to those houses because the moon and the sun are sending aspects to those points they're also sending aspect to the south node in sagittarius and um, as of now, Mercury and Jupiter are in signs where they can aspect each other. So Jupiter is in Aquarius and Mercury is in Aries. So they're not sextiling each other, but they're starting to form a sextile. And this is good because currently Jupiter is ruling the south node because it's traveling the sign of Sagittarius. And um, Mercury is ruling the north node because the north node is in the sign of gemini so them starting to communicate is is directing the collective and the things that we start during this new moon are going to be aligned with our path now there are a few tension aspects but not too many if you look at the chart here that i'm showing you most of the lines are blue that's good that those are all good energies um, but the main one that is forming is a, an exact square with Venus and Pluto. Now, Venus and Pluto, when they communicate in the sky, especially with tension, it can bring some issues around relationships. It could also bring issues in regard to money and power. So like struggle over finances and things like that because Pluto rules power and lots of money and Venus rules money as well. So when they're communicating difficult in the sky, um, this can activate people's charts, especially if you have planets around the cardinal signs at 26 degrees. So I'll give you a range. It would be around 16 to 30 degrees. So between 60 all the way to the end of the cardinal energy. If you have any planets there, you have to watch out and see how this is affecting you because the Venus square will be activating the Venus uh, slash Pluto square will be activating your personal chart in those areas. But the bright side is most of the aspects are very supportive. So if we try to not um, lean into the darker side of the venus square pluto aspect we can use this opportunity to heal past traumas especially traumas that were uh, related into power that, that were related to power struggles that were related to um, love or um, abuse and also secrets so it's all this energy all this intense energy behaviors that um you might have 
developed or adopted based on your defense mechanism and past relationships this is the time to heal them so it is a square meaning you might be a little bit hesitant to address them because you don't want to open that box and let the pain out however the rest of the planets are supporting we have venus in the sign of aries which is um you know not her favorite sign however um, she can be very cutthroat in that energy, meaning she is not going to wear her heart on her sleeve. She knows what she wants. She goes and gets it and she's fired up. So it can give you some decisions and some strength in regard to taking actions. You can also feel a little bit more fired up and argumentative because um, Venus does get agitated in that sign. But all in all, it can give you some power to release things that no longer serve you and pluto's just going to be reminding you hey these things are in here still let's work on them we have a chiron in the sign of aries which is all about deep wounds deep issues and traumas that we have that we kind of bury in um, trying not to not to pay too much mind so chiron here is actually receiving a nice sex style from saturn and this dance will be played out throughout the year where chiron and saturn continue to sex style each other so saturn is there supporting um, our path and allowing us to take things like slowly one step at a time and be very aware of the moves and directions that we're taking so very supportive in regard to releasing that i am going to be hosting a workshop in regard to cleansing your energy because this is a beautiful time to do that um, this new moon is all about purging things that no longer serve you so you can begin fresh right it's happening in the first zodiac sign of the astrological wheel so no matter no matter where you have that aries energy you're beginning fresh there so and when i was looking at this chart i just said immediately i need to hold this workshop so the details will be in my description below if you are interested i only have a few spots left um, they are selling out very quickly and it's all about cleansing your energy so i am going to be teaching you how to cleanse it and i use a shamanic practice that was actually shared um, to me by my great grandmother and um that's what i use to cleanse and i'm going to be teaching that so i would love for you to join hopefully there's still some tickets but you can also do your own cleansing it's this is a time for you to purge right before the new moon so the day before the day of the new moon you're purging you're cleansing your energy you're getting rid of things that no longer serve you especially with that energy of pluto because pluto's about purging digging deep going down in the muddy waters and clearing things up getting to the bottom of secrets um you know taking control so you need to take control change these behaviors and from there this is going to support the new drive or new ambition or new manifestation that you want to create with this uh, new moon energy in the sign of aries we do have the ruler of aries in gemini which is near that north node and that's the 
collective's north node now if you have your north node in the sign of gemini then this new moon is speaking very individualized to you because mars is activating that north node meaning it's time to take some action it's time to change some things in your life and these are some of the cycles that get activated everyone gets a similar cycle next time when the nodes move into taurus when um we have some activation from planets to taurus people that have that natally will have more developments during that year because it's just how the energy is pushing them so this time around we're seeing this in the mutable signs so a lot of changes for the gemini sagittarians uh, Pisceans and a Virgo signs because of the fact of the North Node and their activation. Now, another thing that's happening here is that we have Pluto that is sextiling Neptune. Now, both these planets keep on dancing this sextile that gets close and then it gets a little further apart. It's been um, playing playing out this way for um the the past century or so because the way that they're orbiting right now so a lot of people tend to have the pluto and neptune sextile in their birth chart but one thing that is very cool about this chart is the fact that all the planets are direct so as of now the planets are direct but pluto is going to be the first one that starts the trend to go retrograde and that's going to be after the new moon so this is why you want to cleanse your energy so you can manifest in that area of your life where you have this aries cardinal energy to start new things where you're getting recharged especially with that huge stadium right we have chiron we have mercury we have ceres which is the goddess of abundance now ceres is going to um square pluto in a few weeks and ceres was the mother of pluto's wife persephone he didn't ask for her hand in marriage the good old-fashioned way he actually took her forcefully and then from there he manipulated the situation for persephone to stay in the underworld um, as he allowed her to visit her mother ceres or demeter so ceres is the goddess of abundance of um the hearth and also tied into the seasons so new beginnings in regard to food and we see series very very close to the moon so this is a time this day i honestly believe that it's a great day for you to plan your future in regard to the foods that you're ingesting and taking in now um, the sign of aries is not so much tied into that food but you're setting new beginnings so this is a taking action part and once um, a series goes into the sign of taurus and we also have the moon in the sign of taurus then we're going to be able to solidify this diet that we were kind of designing um, it's all about being aware of the food that we're ingesting and also um, the chemicals that are in that food so it, it's it, it's very supportive to kind of be aware of your home and your body your temple your diet because the moon also rules our 
body. So Ceres being so close to that moon is talking about food and cooking and the way that we eat and the way that we are um, appreciating the food that we take in. Um, back in the days, food was considered or uh, was a number one indicator of wealth. So if you were healthy, then you were on the heavier side because you had enough food to take care of yourself. That means Ceres will provide for you. However, if you were on the thinner side, that means you did not have as much money and you were um, not as blessed because Ceres was not providing that much food for you. So this new moon having Ceres so close with the sun is marking new beginnings in addition to having Venus there, which is a planet of money, love and abundance as well. Now, shortly after, um, I'm sorry, shortly before the new moon, Venus was also sextiling Jupiter. And those are the two benefic sextiling. Now, when we look at all these aspects together, we have Venus squaring Pluto, but at the same time, which is power and lots of power and Jupiter and Pluto together in someone's chart can indicate or it's one of the aspects that indicates uh, attracting lots of money throughout your life. But now we have... Uh, Venus communicating with both. Now it's roughly communicating with Pluto more on a um, tension aspect and with Jupiter, Venus is communicating on an easier aspect. Now um, Pluto and Jupiter are forming a semi-sextile. Semi-sextiles are not like sextiles. They do have a little bit of dignity in regard to helping each other because they're neighboring planets. Just think of you standing in a line and you're holding the person next to you. You're holding their hand, but you're not necessarily... Um, being you're not seeing them you can't see them because you guys are standing side to side and you're holding hands you can't see the front like you know they're what they're wearing and things like that you can only see their uh, peripheral so there's a there's somewhat of a connection but not too much and they also assist each other in evolving so from one mode, they evolve to another, from one element to another element. And um, the points where they meet, they assist each other. So um, it can be a little bit difficult, not like the sextile, but can be supportive. So we have Venus here kind of mediating that and assisting. So this can attract a lot of money, a lot of opportunities, but there's probably going to be some work to be done. Somewhat like the law of attraction, we need to change our subconscious beliefs and Pluto attacks that. Pluto shapes our subconscious beliefs with some uh, blockages and limits and, you know, um, that were formed because of a protection mechanism. It's time to journal and identify what these things are. So uh, Venus and Pluto do have a strong effect on our love life so just kind of be mindful of that even if you are in a uh, committed relationship the pluto and venus communicating aspect in the sky can affect you by maybe becoming more irritable or having less patience with your partner so be mindful of that and just remember that this shall pass and um it can uh bring up things or 
maybe situations that are a little harder to um I guess resolve so I know this is showing up in one of my best friends chart as uh, due to the pandemic her spouse lost his job and he has found job which is great however the job requires him to travel and stay the week hours away from home and they had to talk about this and kind of, you know, she called me so we can um, discuss how she felt and then also see if I had some advice. And, you know, we came up with a plan together as I advised her and listened to her. And she does want him to take this job, which he did. But she's kind of upset because of the fact that she is now going to be alone with the children and he's going to be away. But this is what's best for the family now. So even though this is bringing money into their home and bringing security, there is a power struggle in regard to you're not going to be here. I'm not going to be able to be around you. You're not going to be around your children and your family. Um, of course, he's coming back during the weekends, but scenarios like that, I just kind of wanted to give you an example. And in their chart, Venus and Pluto are making contacts to their personal planets, but it is beneficial. This is going to assist them with bringing money to the home. And where is Venus at? Venus is in the sign of Aries where this moon is um, forming the aspect with the sun and he's actually to start on the 16th of april so uh very suiting so just remember if this is what's showing up in your life that you kind of have to take a little step back and see the big picture using that energy of jupiter but then also use your compassionate eyes using the energy of venus and change patterns and behaviors and you know maybe secrets or subconscious um, actions that you had and that's tapping into that energy of pluto other than that this new moon in aries is highly supportive we have mercury that left the sign of pisces which was a detriment position for um, Mercury and now Aries is neutral and Mars is supporting as they're in uh, mutual reception and they're communicating to Jupiter and Saturn in the sign of Aquarius. So one thing that I do advise is to ground because there is almost no Earth in this chart. The only planets that are in Earth right now are Uranus and Pluto which both of these planets are outer planets and they're they have a intensity to them so tap into the energy of earth so you can ground and kind of um, tailor all this exciting creative energy that the fire and air signs carry and again, thank you so much for being here. If you like this video, please don't forget to subscribe, hit that notification bell and comment below. Let me know what zodiac sign you are. Let me know if you have any other suggestions in regard to videos you would like me to make about astrology and check out these other two videos. I'm sure you'll like them. Thank you and have a great one. Happy manifesting.